0: Killing becomes entertainment and all lose touch with reality. This is a very special episode. Welcome of to Midsummer Maniac. A
1: very special episode of Midsummer.
0: We need to tell you about
1: teen pregnancy. Yeah, no, no, no,
0: no. <laughs> We're going to talk about Barnaby. Your friends on eggs.
1: No, no, no. Okay. This is the best Barnaby bits. Yes. Because we've come to the end of season 13 and Tom Barnaby, Joyce Barnaby, and Cully Barnaby are leaving the show. Yes. And we thought that we would do an episode that kind of capped them off and kind of celebrated their run on the show, 13 seasons.
0: You can't say cap them off on a show with murder No, I am not We're not putting a cap in them. No,
1: we're not doing that.
0: We're celebrating 13 awesome seasons with those characters before we move on to more awesome seasons with new characters. Yes. Yeah. Midsummer Maniacs is a recap podcast where we talk about Midsummer Murders, and normally... In each episode, we talk about the murder, the loonies, the mayhem, and everything else we love, but we're not doing that this time.
1: Before we start, a couple of things of business to cover. By April 15th, uh, we're going to cut off our charity fundraising for direct relief through the merch we have about four hundred dollars. Our goal now. was
0: five hundred, so we're almost we're there. Almost
1: there. So, if you've been waiting to buy a Socko Fox sticker or mug, <laughs> now is the time now's to do it. Now is the
0: time. I feel like the NPR, the public radio fundraisers. You know, yes. <laughs> if you're one of those people who's been listening to Midsummer Maniacs and you haven't bought a sweatshirt yet, now's the time. Now is the time.
1: Also, we're going to take the next two weeks off.
0: But we'll be back on April 26th.
1: April 26th, we will return with episode 82 of the podcast, season 14, episode 1, Death in the Slow Lane.
0: Yeah. We get to talk about John Barnaby. And
1: it's got Samantha Bond in it. Yeah. Yep.
0: It's going to be awesome.
1: They bring back a heavy hitter to start off
0: with. But today, we're going to talk about Cully, Joyce, and Tom... We thought we would start with Cully.
2: Typical family day out, really. We arrive somewhere and 10 minutes later, a serious crime is committed. Exit the old man. I think he plans it that way.
1: So Cully is played by Laura Howard, and she is an on-again, off-again character, but she is the Barnaby's adult daughter, who we learned got sent home from college. Had like green in the-
0: hair, a temporary tattoo...
1: All sorts of interesting things. But uh, the thing about Cully is that she has had a number of
0: jobs. So Cully is an actor, right? And actors, they have resting times between roles. (laughs) And Cully is super creative at filling those rest periods with other non-acting-relating jobs. Just a taste of the few things that she's done. She's been a travel agent twice, she drove a bookmobile. Twice. Collected historical photos from a village to put on a an exhibit. She's been a PR manager for a canal project.
1: She was going to write a book about uh, theater people.
0: Yeah. And then we find out she's also excellent with horses. Yes. And could work in the stable.
1: All of those things which stay around for one episode or less.
0: None of which have anything to do with acting. No. Except the... Episodes where she's acting.
1: Though we do see her act. Yeah, we, a lot. We, we, see, a we see her act in a couple of things.
0: Or go on tour with a show or have to go away for a while to, to perform somewhere else. But she, yeah, she fills her time. <laughs> One way or the other.
1: Along with Joyce, Cully has had to get used to Tom having revelations during her performances.
0: Or dinner or whatever, you know. (laughs) He gets a brainwave and he goes, aha, I got it. And then he just takes off.
1: One of our listeners, Zach, one of his favorite bits was when Barnaby gets up in the middle of Cully's speech in Hamlet.
0: Yeah, she's (laughs) doing a soliloquy from Ophelia and he just stands up and walks out and she notices him do it. Yep. (laughs) She sees him from stage and and her face is like, there goes dad. That's in King's Crystal.
1: Another one of our listeners has a favorite Cully pet.
0: My favorite Barnaby bit
2: is episode Written in Blood, where he takes care of the cat Kilmowski, the Russian blue cat. Um, it's, it's cute. It shows that Barnaby is tough on the exterior, but soft on the inside and completely indulgent of his family, his wife and his daughter. And it's just very
0: charming. And that was Kathy from Florida talking about written in blood. Oh, Tom does not want to take that cat.
1: No, he doesn't.
0: He's, he's, the he, cat ends up sleeping in his bed, yes, too. <laughs> Tom is
1: sometimes allergic to animals and sometimes not allergic to I animals. I think
0: he's allergic to any kind of additional responsibility because his job is enough.
2: I think so. Love the show. Uh, love the recaps. Uh, great hearing other maniacs like myself.
1: That was Gina. And we also have a special email from Karen from Australia. Yes, who says that she exclaims, "Hi, maniacs!" as she walks around with her headphones
0: <laughs> every time a new episode starts, that's awesome.
1: And it's our listeners are the best. But she says she has been aided in her health by listening to our podcast because she goes on long walks and listens to our podcasts. And then also, when she's having trouble sleeping, she likes to listen to our voice in bed.
0: ASMR. Sleep, Karen. <laughs> Sleep. And, you know, if you need to take some longer walks, just let us know. We'll make some longer episodes for you. <laughs> if you want to plan a hike. Greater love hath no fish than that he lay down his life for my lunch. How's the sauce coming?
1: It's a wee bit lumpy.
0: Tastes okay, though. Now it's time to talk about Joyce.
1: Joyce, the long-suffering wife. Or... Murderer.
0: Murderer. <laughs> we joke about Joyce, but everybody loves Joyce. Joyce and Tom are such a great couple. So I, They're really awesome together. I,
1: I had a, a habit for many years that whenever... Jane Weimark, who plays Joyce, her name shows up in the credits. I would say poor Jane Weimark. Because yes. she is the last name in the credits. And she should almost be the first. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> but one of the things I love about Midsummer compared to other crime shows is that rather than being a disaffected, divorced, you know, alcoholic or whatever, Tom is a happily married man. Joyce is an integral part of his life. She helps him solve cases on occasion. She's interested in the community. Let's just see. She's done cooking classes, watercolor classes, flower arranging classes. She was involved in a, a survey of historical buildings in midsummer. Yeah. She volunteered at the piano school. She was a judge in the most beautiful village contest. And that's just a handful of the things she does. She, she keeps did busy.
1: The, the etchings, too. Of oh, that's the,
0: right. The, the rubbings.
1: Yeah, that uh, was in the bell ringer episode. Yeah,
0: she keeps busy. <laughs> oh, and um, she tries to cook sometimes.
1: Uh, one of our listeners has this to say about Joyce.
0: One thing I would have loved to see also is
2: a Joyce... Supercut, a supercut of every time Joyce was left at a restaurant or a festival where some murder has just occurred.
0: Uh, I would love to see all those edited together. And that was Gina from California.
1: And in addition, Charles on Facebook reminds us of the point where Scott is on. Stakeout. Stakeout. And Barnaby brings him some food.
0: (laughs) And Scott says, "Did Mrs. Barnaby make this?" And Tom says, "Oh, I wouldn't do that to you, Scott. That's dead in the water." <laughs> He's so mean to Joyce about her cooking. <laughs> well, she does make pork with grapes or something. Yeah, like she that. makes
1: pork with grapes. 30. I love
0: that scene where they're eating like pheasant, and and Tom says, "There's not a lot of meat on these chickens." So oh, it's pheasant. She's always experimenting. She wants to improve. She tries new recipes she's just not always that successful
1: you know, you know one of the one of my favorite scenes and it's also Juliana's from Facebook's is when Joyce chases the creeper in the creeper episode
0: but she falls down the stairs she, she
1: falls down the stairs which is incredibly upsetting but Joyce it's is like seeing, on it
0: <laughs> it's like seeing your mom fall down the stairs it but it's so bad for her.
1: But I just love how Tom is like, oh. And Joyce is like out of bed and down the stairs. Do I have to
0: do everything myself? Yep.
2: This is Danielle. And before I go into my favorite Barnaby bits, I just want to say how much I enjoy this podcast. I am like many who typically I don't listen to podcasts. And this is pretty much the first and only podcast that I listen to, and I just enjoy it so much. And this is really, this may sound creepy, but I, I'm i so close to both of you geographically um, that it gives me such a warm, happy feeling. You guys are in Bloomington, and I am just one state over in Columbus, Ohio. So I feel like... <sighs> you guys are just so close. And I'm like, my people are just so close. So again, thank you.
1: That brings us to Tom Barnaby, played by John Nettles. And Sarah has composed a little tune.
0: You might remember in an early episode of Midsummer Maniacs, I used a song lyric generator to generate a tune. And I've done that again, but this time it's a love song for Tom okay it's called our clever meddler love they ripen by their own corruption yes a love song for tom this one's for you mr barnaby my love for you is like the most clever meddler your face reminds me of retired foxes together we are like steak and chips with relish oh darling tom my clever meddler my retired chips the perfect companion to my soul cheeks are red Police lights are blue. I like arrests, but not as much as I love thinking about you. Oh, darling Tom, your long nails are like handsome rests on a summer day. You're like the most tired detective to ever walk midsummer. Your retired fox face, your relished soul, your handsome long nails, your tired detective being, how could I look at another when our clever meddler love is so strong? I love you, Mr. Barnaby oh that's fantastic <laughs> i can't take credit for it i just filled out some forms with some words but that's our clever meddler love sung by the badger's drift crooners
1: of course the main person that barnaby has interactions with is joyce
2: mm-hmm. come on man it's gonna be great rolls royce the orange Express to venice so romantic with our luck the driver will probably be killed
1: Murder on the Orient Express been done.
2: But the first one is from Death's Shadow. And it's, of course, Joyce is trying to plan um, the vow renewals um, between her and with her and Tom. And they have this kind of back and forth about... You know, Tom asking Joyce like, "How the heck are you gonna, you know, feed all these people?" And you know, she goes on and kind of skips over that, but then decides, "Oh, here, here are the hymns that we're gonna, we're gonna sing." And she ends with "Onward, Christian Soldiers," and you know, Tom's like, "Oh, Onward, Christian Soldiers." You know, that's Troy's favorite, and Joyce is like, "I've invited him too," and Tom is like, "No, you haven't, have you?" And Joyce just. Ear-to-ear ear grinning. Yes, I have. And then Tom just lets out this, oh. And it just cracks me up every time. It's from Vixen's Run. And it's a Sunday. And Tom is laying on the, the random couch, by the way, that they kind of have in, the, in their kitchen, reading the newspaper. And Collie and Joyce walk in. And he just goes, hey, how was church? <laughs> Joyce, guess who was there? And Tom. The Vicar. (laughs) It's like, they're just the cutest couple ever. Oh
0: good, it's banana day.
2: The episode in which Joyce decides that Tom needs to go on a diet because he tried on a pair of pants in the shop and they didn't fit. It's from Blood Will Out when Tom is on a diet from Joyce and Cully. And I love it because he just can't catch a break between him and Joyce and Troy. Uh, It makes me laugh every time. It's not my favorite episode, but it is one of my favorite Barnaby bits. Uh, my
1: favorite Tom and Joyce scene is from the episode Left for Dead. It's when J- Joyce and Tom are telling Ben about the best man at their wedding. Joyce says that he called her Jenny all the day, and that Jenny just happened to be one of Tom's exes who was also at the service. Uh, she then says that, uh, Jenny insisted it should have been her. With Tom then echoing back, "I'm glad it wasn't."
0: And this is probably my favorite Tom Barnaby moment of all. All right, what are you giving him? I haven't decided yet. Osso buco in sweetbreads, I thought. What bones and offal? Doesn't George get enough of that at work? Danielle from Ohio, Sandy, Katie from Pennsylvania, Eric from Minnesota, and Emily from Florida.
1: The people love Barnaby on the diet.
0: Because <laughs> they feel so bad for him on the diet.
1: He sneaks a Snickers bar yes. into his glove <laughs>
0: compartment. It's banana day.
1: Uh, Charles and Lola on Facebook also love in the episode where...
0: Dead in the water. The
1: Barnabys get a special
0: videotape at home. <laughs> watching it because it's evidence, and Joyce comes in like, oh, what are you watching? And
1: they kind of turn their head, and then they're off to bed yes. early.
0: <laughs> Ooh, la, la.
1: And uh, on Facebook and
0: Instagram, Instagram
1: people also mention the scene from Country Matters where Joyce talks about being a dominatrix.
0: <laughs> yeah, she says Ginny Lamington's discipline routine is interesting, something I could handle, and Tom snaps his book shut and says, really? <laughs>
1: Hey, hey, hey. And another favorite among fans is the tunnel collapse. It's not a, it's not a favorite moment, but they really see Tom's love for Joyce there.
0: That's in green man. Yeah. And this is one of Joyce's many volunteer opportunities. She's helping to dig out a canal tunnel and gets trapped. And you've it's, it's a great episode to see the connection that they have. Cause he is truly terrified and concerned. And, When he sees her and sees that she's okay, it's a touching moment.
1: Yep. They do a little slow-mo there. Yep. In addition to Joyce, Barnaby spends a lot of time with his detective constables and detective sergeants. Mm -hmm. And here's a little tune for you to remember, Bin Man. Barnaby has three sidekicks.
0: Yes. Troy. Yes. Scott and Jones. And Jones.
1: And if you want to divide the community, it's pick your favorite sidekick.
0: (laughs) He has great moments with each of them, though.
1: Absolutely. Danielle has a comment about Tom and Troy discussing being old.
0: The second one is
2: from Blue Herring's. (laughs) And I love this interaction between Troy and Tom, where Troy is kind of sitting on a stool um, while Tom paints the new house that they've moved into, that the Barnabys have moved into. And Troy just goes, you know, I don't fancy the idea of getting old, sir. And Tom's like, not much you can do about it, Troy. And Troy continues. And all this talk, healthy diets and living longer. What's the point? I mean, who wants to live to be 89? And Tom, in this completely deadpan, straight face voice, someone who's 88. <laughs> Tom and Troy just laughs it off like, oh, don't be silly, boss. Like, ha ha ha. That's
1: from Blue Herrings.
0: And then Charles on Facebook likes a scene that I really like, too, from Country Matters with the Im- infamous Rev Sue's, where Tom is in the grocery store and Rev Sue's prays over him. And then Joyce comes back and she says, what was that all about? And Tom says, we were praying that you'd find the horseradish. Because <laughs> he just wants to get out of the grocery store. <laughs> they have a,
1: a, a very different view of religion in the Barnaby household.
0: Yes, they do. They do. Though they do like hymns when they're going to renew their vows. They want to do it in church. At least Joyce does.
1: Yes, they do.
0: Tom is not only a sweet man who has a great relationship with his daughter and his wife. He is a hard-working policeman. Let me give you an overview of the crimes that he's solved, okay? And this is just a handful. So this is
1: over 13 episodes. Over 13, 13 seasons, seasons.
0: He has solved 198 murders, wow. according to my spreadsheet.
1: According to Sarah's spreadsheet.
0: 32 stabbings, 28 shootings, 20 cases where someone was killed by a blow to the head or bludgeoned.
1: Blunt force trauma.
0: Yes. Uh, 14 drownings, 12 poisonings, 10 burnings, 10 druggings, 8 stranglings, 6 hangings, 4 smotherings, 3 guillotinings. Is that what you say? Yeah. And 51 other various methods that didn't fall into those categories.
1: Wow. Joyce has been busy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's varied, you know, in her methods. And then, of course, you've got a whole another category where it's like, well, he was hit on the head, then poisoned, then drowned, or he was bludgeoned, then stabbed, or she was suffocated and then hung upside down, or shoved in a dryer. Like,
1: yeah, there's all the misdirection ones. Well, then. no,
0: there's the the combo killings. The combo killings. You know.
1: Do you get extra points for the combo killings? You level up if okay. you use
0: the the combo killings. Excellent. I have. So many favorite Tom moments that I, I just narrowed them down to three categories. Yeah. The three kind of scenarios where I love Tom the most. First, when Tom is trapped. So there's several episodes where Tom and somebody else get trapped somewhere. Like when Tom and Troy are trapped in the house in Electric Vendetta, the electrified house.
1: And the bin man doesn't listen. To and them.
0: the bin man doesn't listen. But he... He has Troy. He's like, touch that. <laughs> he knows he's going to get a shock, yeah. but he's not going to do it. He's like, touch that. I love when Tom and Scott and Antonia are trapped in the cellar in hidden depths. They're there almost overnight.
1: And they try to chisel through the door, basically. They try
0: everything. And Tom is grace under pressure, yep. even in that scenario. Even in Left for Dead, when he is tied up in a cellar on his own. Yeah and Jones has to rescue him. He's cool.
1: Yep. He's uh, definitely cool under pressure.
0: I love the moments where we get to see who Tom is inside as a person. Mm -hmm. So like in the Axeman Cometh, the way he kind of fanboys over the Axeman.
1: Yeah. And we see Tom (laughs) playing guitar there and he's actually playing and, you know, we, we get some indication of Tom's aspirations musically at that point in
0: time. The connection he has with his aunt and Blue Herrings. He's such a good nephew. He's
1: a favorite nephew for a reason.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's he's on vacation. And yet he gives up a lot of his time just to go see her, yes. even before there's a case.
1: Yep. And they even make reference at the end of that episode, remember, of her moving in.
0: Yeah. But my favorite are where we see these little... John Nettles as Bergerac moments in Midsummer. Okay, or what I call Action Tom.
1: Action Tom.
0: My two favorite Action Tom moments.
1: So, if you don't know, Bergerac was the show that John Nettles was on before.
0: Yeah, for a long, a, long time he
1: was on Bergerac for a long it's time.
0: It's like Magnum PI,
1: and then he plays a he plays a detective who's on the Channel Islands, isn't it? Yeah. Yes.
0: So he gets to drive boats super fast and cars super fast and he gets to tackle people and shoot at people. It's
1: it's Magnum PI in the Channel
0: Islands. Which is where the most wealthy people live. Yes. In the UK. So my two favorite action tom moments, and there are lots, right, of action tom moments. But my two favorite Death and Dust when he's in that helicopter.
1: Oh, that helicopter scene is amazing.
0: He's in Wales. Going over uh, mountains and slate mines and hanging out of a helicopter. I,
1: I still don't know what that criminal's endgame is in that episode. <laughs> is he gonna? Is he gonna throw the guy off the side of the hill while like,
0: everybody's looking, including you know, the helicopter? Like, yes, apparently he is. Um, that's my second favorite Tom moment, action Tom moment. My very favorite action Tom moment. <laughs>
1: Tom in the little rally car in the, in glitch. the glitch.
0: Yes. <laughs> I love that.
1: It's, it's like this huge extended scene. Obviously, he was like, I'm loving driving this more than you realize. So I'm going to take a few more shots of I, it.
0: I just imagine them going cut and him just speeding by. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not done yet.
2: <laughs>
0: I uh, love those moments.
1: By far the most talked about Barnaby bit that people like the best, of course, is bunny cakes. Yes. So this is a moment where we also get to see sort of Tom under the covers because what happens is this is in...
0: It's in Faithful Unto Death, which is in season one. So Tom goes to visit the older couple who may be witnesses to a couple of crimes and they're baking brownies and they call them bunny cakes.
1: And they really should call them bunnies, marijuana
0: brownies. Yeah. Well, and, but he doesn't know that. Right. And so they, he asks for one, like, oh, those look good. And they just let him. Yep. They just let him eat one, two, three. I don't know how many They share a look. (laughs) They share a look like, okay, whatever, you know.
1: And next thing you know, Tom's skipping along on the top.
0: He's singing. He's got his coat over his shoulder. He's very funny. Yeah. That's, John Nettles did such a good job in that scene.
1: Beatrice from upstate New York also noticed that Tom, uh, like action Tom, likes to show off his bare chest.
0: He does. There's several moments when his shirt is unbuttoned or he's in his pajamas. <laughs> his two piece button up pajamas, which even John Nettles makes look good. Like he can pull that off.
2: Stop, Troy, stop.
0: We go
1: down
2: the hill, Troy.
0: I thought we were going to Upper Warden.
2: Yeah, we are. Upper Warden is down the hill. Lower Warden is up the hill.
0: Well, that doesn't make any sense. Troy, this is (laughs) Midsummer. Sorry, I forgot.
2: Also, side note, I love you guys so much. You are so funny. You are the best podcast in the history of podcasts, and I am so happy to have found my fellow maniacs.
1: I just wanna say thank you for all the people who contributed to this episode. We just heard Katie and Eric again, and we just were blown away by all the support and comments people had about this episode.
2: Inspector Barnaby, yeah. Dad, it's for you.
0: Uh, No, I don't think it is. I think that's for the other Inspector Barnaby. Barnaby speaking. Okay, on my way.
1: Uh, sorry to break up the party, Tom, but the vicar at Badger's Drift has been found hanging from a bell rope. Sergeant, will you show me the way? Make sure I don't get lost. Yes, yes sir. Yeah. But all things have to come to an end, and change is inevitable. Mm-hmm. John Nettles didn't want to be the oldest detective on, de- on television. That's why he says he retired.
0: Yeah. Well, and he's gone on to do all kinds of donkey sanctuary stuff. He does a
1: lot of donkey sanctuary <laughs> Among stuff. Among lots of
0: other great things that yep. he's doing, now that he's not on Midsummer. But I I think of of all the like long-running shows I can think of who had to make changes to casts, this one, the way Midsummer does it, is one of the best. We we get handed off to another character to lead the show who we know. And who our favorite character, Tom, kind of blesses.
1: Well, yes. And also, that character of John Barnaby started off as a gardener for the Ink Pens.
0: (laughs) He wasn't John Barnaby then. He had a different name.
1: (laughs) In Gardens of Death. And he appeared in Morse and a couple of other shows. Oh, he's
0: been in lots of things. But the fact that the producers thought, even though he had played a different role... They could bring him back and make him John Barnaby. It's just a testament to how good of an actor he is. So
1: he's John Barnaby introduced in the Sword of Guillaume. Mm-hmm. And then he appears in the last episode of Tom Barnaby as well at the very end at the birthday party. Yep. And...
0: And takes a case.
1: Takes a case.
0: Because the vicar of Badger's Drift has been hung or something. <laughs> and...
1: there is in the community in the fan community for midsummer there is certainly splits Mm -hmm. there are splits over sidekicks there's splits over cully and joyce there's splits over all sorts of things but i would say the biggest split of course is is
0: between tom and john
1: tom and john
0: i'm here to tell you you don't have to choose you don't i love tom tom is my favorite But that doesn't mean I don't love John Barnaby too.
1: John is fantastic. And I love that he's completely different. Yep. If he had come on and tried to be John Nettles, tried to be the Tom Barnaby character. Yeah, that would have been a problem. It it wouldn't have worked. Yeah. And that first season, I think they're trying to find, season 14, I think they're trying to find out who John Barnaby is. But I think they've got it now.
0: I, I think it's great from the very beginning. It's one of many changes they make between season 13 and 14. We start to see younger co-stars in the episodes. And we, we see a more diverse cast. Yep. We see a more diverse setting. There's so many fun things that they get to introduce. And... The writers continue to be creative. They have had 198 murders already. Yep. They've got to find new ways to kill people, and they do. And and they are all fun. And and
1: I'm always amazed at what is left to come that we haven't even covered yet. The cheese murders. I know. The comic book episode. (laughs) I know. Needless to (laughs) say. Bill Bailey. Bill Bailey. Needless to say, I will be talking about the comic book
0: episode. (laughs) I might get two words in edgewise (laughs) when we talk about the Comic-Con Festival. (laughs)
1: Like all of these things <laughs> right up to the present, to the bees and what is to come.
0: Yes. So if you are in any way hesitant about John Barnaby, come with us. Because when you watch him like a maniac, you will have a new appreciation. We promise.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for listening, Maniacs. See you we'll in two weeks. See you in two weeks. Bye, Maniacs.
0: Bye, Maniacs. Maybe we should start it with Rage Against the Machine. Killing in the name of